guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So this week, I'm excited to get into John chapter 7 through 10 with you, and there's a lot of great stuff here, but I want to start in kind of an obscure place, or an obscure thought at least. The question is, did Jesus have siblings? Meaning like Mary and Joseph, did they have other children? Well, we don't know a lot, but what we do know, uh, John chapter 7 gives a little bit of insight into that. As you go to verse number 3, it says, His brethren, this is Jesus' siblings, therefore said unto him, Depart hence, go into Judea that thy disciples also may see the works that thou doest. For there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh to be known openly. If thou do these things, shew thyself unto the world. For neither did his brethren believe in him. So that gives you a little bit of thought into how Jesus' siblings responded to his gospel message. Now we actually do have some names for some of them in Mark chapter 6, verse 3, where it says, Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph? and of Judah and Simon and are not his sisters here with us and they were offended at him. So this kind of gives you a little bit of an insight into how Jesus's family responded to his message and it doesn't sound incredibly favorable but there's kind of a cool little message here. Just a brief little thought here. We do know that James and Judah are the ones who wrote the books of the Epistle of James and the Epistle of Jude. And so we do know that maybe there was a time where they didn't believe in Jesus, but later on they became major players in the spreading forth of the gospel. So that's kind of a good hope for anybody who has children or siblings and might not believe the message. Ah, you never know. Take the long view and you may see that they may do some wonderful good later on. Now with that said, back to John chapter 7, there appears to be a lot of different opinions about Jesus, even in his own family. Now there's a whole group of verses right here that seem to suggest different feelings in John chapter 7 about how people felt about Jesus. For example, you go to verse number 12 where it says, now there was much murmuring among the people concerning him. For some said he is a good man. Others said, nay, but he deceiveth the people. Verse 20, some people answered and said, thou hast a devil who goeth about to kill thee. But you go down to verse number 26, it says, he speaketh boldly and saith nothing unto him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ? So there's so many opinions about how people feel about Jesus. So who is correct and how do we know? Especially in the world today where we have so many voices about who Jesus is and, and what's right and what's wrong. I mean, there's opinions out there pretty much about anything. If you have a certain school of thought, you can find someone out there who's going to back up what you say either way. And so how do you you know if someone is right and someone is wrong. Now, I love how in John chapter 7, Jesus gives the formula. You go to verses 16 and 17. Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. We'll talk more about that word here later on this week. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. So as you look at this verse here, I think the most important word, at least in my opinion, is the word do. So in order for you to to know of a certain thing, you need to do that thing. And that's a principle of the gospel that I think is very applicable. If you want to gain a testimony of a certain thing, then you do that thing. Uh, a couple thoughts here. Sister Bonnie L. Oscarson was General Young Women's President a couple years back. She said, 
Sometimes we try to do it backward. For example, we may take this approach. I will be happy to live the law of tithing, but first I need to know that it's true. Maybe we even pray to gain a testimony of the law of tithing and hope that the Lord will bless us with that testimony before we have ever filled out a tithing slip. It just doesn't work that way. The Lord expects us to exercise faith. We have to consistently pay a full and honest tithe in order to gain a testimony of tithing. The same pattern applies to all the principles of the gospel, whether it is the law of chastity, the principle of modesty, the word of wisdom, or the law of the fast. Back in October of 2022, Elder Garrett W. Gong gave a similar thought. He said, the blessings of repentance begin as we begin to repent. And that seems like kind of a no-brainer statement, but it's true. You put any gospel principle right there. The blessings of blank begin as we blank. So you want to gain a testimony of repentance, then repent, do that thing. And so that's, I think, a great principle to understand. So many opinions out there, what do you know is right? Well, you do that thing. If you want a testimony of scripture study, particularly if you want a testimony of the Book of Mormon, don't go out and read some blog post. Don't go out and search through some crazy podcast out there. What I want you to do read the Book of Mormon. And then as you do those things, you will know the truth of them. I mean, that's a promise right at the very end of the Book of Mormon. When you receive these things, I want you to do something about it. I want you to pray about it. So I think this is a great principle to start off the week as we're going through and thinking about all of the things, especially all the opinions that are out there about Jesus Christ, about anything in our gospel. You want a testimony of it? Do those things. And I can promise you, you will gain that testimony as you work to do those things. I know that that's true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.